0: i'm paul and i'm jerry and today as always we've got some whiskey to drink we got some cigars for and some beer products to talk about but it's a little different today we've got a bit of an experiment uh gentlemen we had uh we had these nifty neato bags here sent to us by the proprietor of bourbon baggers um i don't really have a name he, he never really told me his name but that is the instagram account bourbon baggers um he sent us a char and a toast and so uh he he said to let your uh, let that sit in the in the whiskey for about 15 minutes or so and um you know it should uh should add a little bit of quote unquote age to it um of course we we know that's a bit of a misnomer but um you know we don't really have a better way to describe what it's supposed to do so what we've done is uh we have grabbed a bottle of Jim Beam White, Jim Beam Black, Elijah Craig Toasted, and Elijah Craig Small Batch, and uh, we have put these bags in with the Jim Beam White and the Elijah Craig Toast, or the Elijah Craig Small Batch, and we're going to compare those to the Jim Beam Black and the Elijah Craig Toasted after they've had time to sit in those glasses. So, while we do that... Um, We're always we're gonna start with our our uh, palette warmer as always. So, um, Jerry, what are you uh, warming up with there, buddy?
1: Um, the day ten, right? We're on day ten. Yeah, day ten of the Spirit Animal Society uh, Advent calendar. Uh, all it says is smoke wagon. Um, my guess is the probably the Christmas bottle or something. Um. It's not really hot, so it's definitely not unfed, unfiltered, or uncut, the younger, anything like that. It's definitely one of their, I don't know, what, 90 proof or 90-something proof blends that they put out. Pretty good. Paul? Well, nice and sweet.
2: Starting off with Noble Oak, uh, Double Oak Bourbon. So, whiskey finished with Sherry Oak Staves. It's MGP. Re ate or rebottled at Noble Oak with the secondary finishing of some cherry oak staves. It's pretty good. It's a sweet pour. I had it at a tasting in the liquor store the other day and grabbed a bottle. It's All not right. bad.
0: I'll be on the lookout for that. I have a bottle of the Smoke Wagon. Um, I went with Old Granddad Bonded again because why not? It's uh, consistent and you know it's going to be good. Every bottle you get, so I'll. Uh, I don't drink enough of this, and I've got a few hanging out. So I figured I, I might as well go ahead and try to kill this leader at some point here, pretty soon, just to. I don't know. Make room for another one. So. Mm-mm-mm. So that is tasty, guys. How long have you guys had your your bags soaking? It's been about. 15 yeah. basically right
1: when i jumped on this call so it's right about that 15 maybe a little bit longer yep. yeah a little
2: less than that maybe like 10 or so but uh okay we'll give it a few more see, minutes in. i already start to see a little color change in the class yeah.
0: mm-hmm.
2: it said also i remember reading it said to kind of give it a swirl every once in a while
0: i'm mm-hmm. excited to see where this is gonna go um yeah
2: yeah. It seems like a cool idea. I mean, they're for not sure. trying to, from what I gather, I mean, obviously they're not trying to make it, make the claim that they're age, aging whiskey for longer than they're just trying to mimic the taste profile of an older spirit, um, by using essentially a tea bag and charred wood or toasted wood, you know, particulate essentially. Cause it's, it's not even like chunks of wood that would rip the tea bag. It's almost like powder. Um, yeah. And uh, so, I mean, I'm, I'm open-minded to it. i you know, they're not, like I said, they're not making a claim to rapid age it that sometimes that can rub people the wrong way. They're just trying to use an additive to, which is not even an additive. It's actually wood to mimic an older profile. So we'll see if it works. But they, uh, their company, it's their company name is actually booze baggers, LLC bourbon baggers is their first brand from the website um they say you can use this and um obviously bourbon whiskey any any spirit that's aged they recommend tequila might not even be a bad choice it's a lot of tequilas sure. are barrel aged um it sounds yeah. like they got some stuff in the works for different spirits um hence the name booze baggers not locking in just on bourbon baggers that's their first brand according to the website um Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm very interested to see if it has an effect, um, it's definitely affecting the color. So I'm going to imagine that it's definitely going to be affecting the palette too. So we'll just see if, uh, how far it, um, or how closely it can match the extra aged Jim Beam from the white or the toasted, as opposed to the regular Elijah Greg small batch, or see if it just puts a completely different profile on that's its own thing.
0: Oh, I'm optimistic that it's actually going to, I mean, if it were just a tea bag full of wood chips, that'd be one thing. Um, but the, uh, the particulate I think is going to actually help it have a little bit more flavor. I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely tiny chunks of wood, but it's not like, you know, you know what I mean? Like it, it is almost particulate, but, and then the bag itself is, perfect it's holding all that in um and only allowing the the whiskey to get in and out and not allowing any of that particulate to come floating out so i very much appreciate that um but i think with that much more surface area for the whiskey to come into contact with with those tiny bits versus something that might be a little bit bigger um i'm i'm optimistic and like you said it is changing the color it's not clouding it up or making it gross but it's definitely changing the color mine's been in there for about 30 minutes so if you pull the bag out there i
1: don't know if you would call it cloudy but you could see some char floating around there coming off the uh off the wood in the the bag so there is
0: that but that that's something you uh got to expect oh when you got yeah i've got one piece i got one piece floating around in that in that glass the
2: bag had a kind of a dusty feel to it before I dropped it in, so I think some yeah, of the finer particulate can probably make it through a little bit, but it's nothing that's going to hurt you. It's just sort yeah. of toasted. Um, I don't think it'll affect so the could, flavor. You could use these um, two to three times, it said, yeah. on their website, um, and it would still give you the desired effect. And I want to say they were roughly about 75 cents a bag. You had to yeah. buy, I think it was a box of 15 Or something. I forget the math, but it worked out to about 75 cents a bag. I think you could buy a box for about 20 bucks, and then you could buy a bulk box of like 170 of them or something like that for 130 bucks, something in the neighborhood of that. So, if I mean, if you could get three pours out of it or throw in an old fashioned and use some cheaper whiskey and make a nice old fashioned, you know, three times per bag, I don't think that's pricey at all. I think that's right, you know, right in the straight line to what I would expect it to be.
0: Yeah. And we, um, he was nice enough to give us, um, a link to set up an affiliate code and all that stuff. So that is under, uh, under review as of right now. So hopefully that'll be available tomorrow when this comes out and, you know, if so, it'll be in the post and, um, we need to. I, I need to go back and add an affiliate, uh, affiliate page on our website, so that way people can actually make use of those codes. But um, I'm going to go ahead and finish up my old granddad here. And you guys just let me know when you're ready, because I am ready. Yep, I'm just pouring some Jim Beam Black for comparison, and we
2: can get on.
1: I'm good to go whenever you guys are. But yeah, they're on their website. It's looking like a box of fifteen for nineteen ninety nine. It's on sale right now, and that includes free USPS Ground Advantage shipping. So
0: nice. Uh, so that's always love bit,
1: some free shipping. A little
2: bit more than a dollar a bag, then for that one. But yeah. I think I must have did the math on the bulk one because I think it worked out to like right around seventy five percent. If you seventy five cents a bag, yeah. if you bought in bulk.
0: All right, so I got my Jim Beam Black Port here, and I got my Jim Beam White with the char bag in it. Now I got to take that bag out. I got to take the bag out before I go to nosing because I just nosed it, and um, all I got was campfire because it's got that that actual bag sitting in there. So that's going to affect the outcome of this experiment greatly if I don't remove that. Now, I can say the nose is a little more akin to the Jim Beam Black than it normally would be. Um, So that's encouraging. It's yeah, definitely
2: darker. It, it's pretty close match. It's a different hue. Of, yeah. like, But it's much different than just the white label that it started at for sure. Just as far as appearance goes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Much, much darker than the standard white.
0: All right. So do we want to go Jim Beam black first or do we want to go char bag first?
2: I'm actually going to wash my mouth out of here with a little bit of white label just to set the, set the tone. We set for, the palette. Okay. Yeah. The progression.
0: That may not be a bad idea. Uh-huh. For those who can't see us, all three of us just grabbed the bottle and took a swig right out of the bottle. So, to be fair, all of our glasses are currently occupied by other spirits, but we all had the same idea. Yeah, it just gives
2: us a Jim bean baseline. I mean, that's, Jim
0: that's
2: the Jim Bean we all Beach. know. This one right. definitely got a different nose to me. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's more oaky um, for sure. For Jim yeah. You know, just regular white label. I just I get a lot of just corn and um, maybe a little bit of like young younger ethanol smell off the the white label. This one's definitely got the oak note in there.
0: And I think we need to uh, set the tone here and let anybody who might be listening know that we don't expect that these bags are going to make it taste like their counterparts that we're comparing it to. We just want to see, we're just picking something that uh, that's along those lines. so that way we know just how much the base spirit was actually affected by the bag itself. So this is a, you know, just a little experiment to see already. I can tell that there's a difference. So I'm going to, Continue the progression and step it up with a little bit of the Jim Beam Black first.
2: So I went right into the the bag, yeah. the bourbon bag one before I went to the Jim Beam Black. So I kind of did the other way than you. It's completely different than the Jim Beam White. Um, it's oakier. There's a little bit of tannicness um, that I expect it by just putting like oak into the whiskey, but it's not not bad. Um, but I get like honey and like maybe a little bit, it's not like the bean nuttiness, it's almost like an almond sweetness or something, so it definitely changed it.
0: They're very similar. The bag Jim Beam White is very similar to the Jim Beam Black. Um, There is more of a finished, like not not finished in a a new, or a different type of barrel, but like polished quality to the Jim Beam Black, because it's you know, it's fucking Jim Beam. And I mean, we're, we got Jim Beam as a base spirit here, but we're fucking with it in our, but the flavor profile is very similar. It's incredibly similar. I'm,
2: yeah, I'm actually kind of surprised. I'm it impressed. Has, it's got those notes of like honey, leather, toffee that I expect from the Jim Beam Black. But, but like you said, it's definitely the Jim Beam Black has a more like, palatable finish and more refined finish it's i don't want to use the word smooth but it's it
1: finishes more rounded
2: yeah it's more rounded it finishes a lot better maybe leaving the bag in a but, little bit longer could match that but as far as flavor profile on the palate i'm surprised at how similar they are I've yeah. gone back and forth twice now and I even, i'm even gonna go back to the Jim Beam white just to make sure i'm not tricking myself but
0: <laughs> i don't think so um i am I I'm thoroughly impressed uh with with this with this idea. At least on the chard. Chard's going to be a little easier um right than than toast. So we'll uh we'll step it up here in a minute. I I've, I've still got all of I've, I'm just reaching around grabbing glasses yeah. and bottles. I think I poured too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did too. Look look at, look at all that in there. And then this tiny little bit of Jim being black here. I was a little more conservative with the black. So I've got a Christmas party to go to here in a little while full of people that I don't know. And I don't want to show up shit face drunk. So
2: yeah, you might want to leave some glasses for some pours when you get home. Just sit out on the bar.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Okay, so I'm going to do it the other way around this time. I'm going with the bag first. Uh, One
2: thing if I
0: would recommend
2: for the company to do. It's just throw out a suggestion, a suggested pour size. Because I would look through their whole website. Um, so I I think we all just tried to cover the bag in the glass. Um, but I think if they just put out like th- this size bag would go well in the 10 to 15 minute time frame for two ounces of whiskey or something like that. Because if you filled up the whole entire Glen Cairn thinking you got to cover the whole entire bag, it's probably not gonna have the same effect as if like we just did, yeah. we just covered it. It might take take longer. So that is a recommendation I would like to put towards the company. It's kind of put a suggested pour size. But um yeah, just went back again. <laughs> I'm, I'm very surprised at how similar the palette is. Yeah. To uh, the extra <laughs> other eight. than
1: that like tannic finish from the bag, which I kind of expected having wood floating around in mm-hmm. some liquid. Um, yeah, it's it's got very similar qualities, very similar taste. Um except the colors are almost damn near spot on um yeah i'm pretty impressed by this it's kind of a cool little experiment
0: it is it is um and as far as i know we're the first ones to do this um this this gentleman um i'm i'm making assumptions there it could be it could be a, a lady um but uh I, I think it's a i think it's a gentleman he reached out to us um back at the beginning of October and asked if we were interested in trying this out. And, um, I I could be wrong, but I think that we're probably the first ones to actually put this on a show and get it out there. Um, I appreciate him reaching out to us and looking forward to getting him on. I'd like to get him on the the show and talk about what really, uh, gave him the idea and, you know, uh, all that kind of stuff. Talk about him. Um, but I am very impressed. I think this is a great little, uh, little bag. This is this is and and this, like, if you put this and a glass of Jim Bean Black and you're drinking one and then the other, they just flow kind of seamlessly in there. It's it's I mean, it's really it's remarkable, actually.
2: Yeah. And they got their their story on on their website that it's pretty cool. I read through it earlier where, yeah, I was reading, yeah, it was in. An Asian country drinking a lot of tea, drinks some a large grape toasted, which is what we're going to be comparing it up to now, and it's trying, kind of, cons- I guess he had an issue with just the loose leaf teas that they drink over there. It's just kind of a pain in the butt. He wished they had them in a bag, and then they were drinking whiskey, and then this whole idea evolved from, from you know, essentially tea and how to make that same you know mindset work for you know adding something to different spirits. So it's a pretty cool cool story. But yeah, it'd be great to get the, the owner on and talk through that because so far we got two tests to go. And the first one I'm very satisfied with.
0: Very much so. Now again, the uh the toast is gonna be a little harder, I think, than than the uh the char was, but I mean, I'm optimistic, so. All right, so that is down the hatch. Now I'm going to pour some of this Elijah Craig toasted into a glass after I wash it out. And I believe that this uh, this officially makes us whiskey scientists because we're doing experiments with whiskey. So if anybody needs to hire a whiskey scientist, I know three. So just let us know. I'm sure we're all available. Yep. Yeah,
2: I'll back that claim up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So... I guess we'll do the same here. A little baseline standard Elijah Craig single barrel down the hatch. Just enough to get it on the pallet. Reset the pallet. Familiarize myself. Um, I went with the actual product first and then the experiment second so i should probably do it the same way this time i think
2: yep i'm going to switch it up and do it that way too because i haven't had a large toast toasted in a while whereas jim being white and black i have all the time so
0: okay so all right i got the nose for the for the actual product Hmm. hmm. Now, the nose for the toasted bag, Elijah Craig, is totally different. The color is pretty much spot on, but there's not a whole, whole lot of difference in the color between toasted and Elijah Craig single barrel. There's yeah, a slight, be- slight difference, but not, not a whole lot. The color here, though, after having that bag in it is right on, but there is... I actually get more tannins from the Elijah Craig toasted than I do from the experiment on the nose. And I get more of a toasted marshmallow note from the experiment than I do from the Elijah Craig toasted.
2: I was just going to say that it's like a toasted sweetness, but it has like some baking spice in there that I get from the palate of the Elijah Craig toasted, but I don't get it off of the nose. So I actually prefer the nose off the bag. And mine Thank is actually it. a little bit darker. The bag one is a little bit
0: darker than toasted. Yes. So, I know it's it's pretty close, but it's you're right. Yeah. It is it is darker. So, all right, Elijah Craig toasted on the palate. It's delicious. Yeah. It took me a while to come to that realization. When I first had it, I didn't like it. I've always been a fan of Elijah Craig. Wasn't really such a fan of the toasted when it first came out, I got the, this is one of the first releases. Um, so I've had this bottle for a long time, same bottle. I hardly ever see it. And I hardly ever get this one out. So now let's go to the experiment. Uh, a
2: logic toasted for me is one that needs to be opened and let sit for a little while. Cause I did not like it. The first bottle I bought and the first pour out of it, but going back to it, I really do like it.
0: Again, with the experiment, more of those toasted notes on the palate just explode. Um That's, I, I gotta say, I actually prefer this toasted bag, Elijah Craig, more than I do the Elijah Craig toasted barrel that I bought from the liquor store.
2: Hands down. I'm, I'm shocked to say <laughs> the same thing, but this mm-hmm. is so much more complex. It has a sweetness. I'm getting that marshmallow now that you were talking about on the nose. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's got so much more going on than just the, the regular large Greg toast. It just gets you that baseline cinnamony like baking spice. You get a little bit of the toasted wood, but this one is, it's got all that, but it's got a sweetness to it. Um, and I can pick out different baking spices where large Greg toasted. I just throw out the, the, the category of baking spices, but this mm-hmm. I can get like nutmeg and clove. Like I can pick out different spices that on the finish, um, which is weird just from being in a bag of wood dust. But uh, (laughs) if you put me, if you blinded me on these, I would a hundred percent pick the bagged one, which Mm -hmm. is very surprising for me to say right now. Well, very surprising before we started this, I did not think that it was going to be even this close. I thought there, I thought it would change the whiskey, but I still thought we would pick the originals over the, the bagged ones. But I think I'm 50, 50 on the, the black, I think it matched up perfect for the gym being black, but I would hands down pick this mm-hmm. in a blind over the lives. Greg toasted.
0: Well, that's that's actually what I was going to say next is that out of the two bags, I would choose the toasted bag over the char bag. Yeah, which is um, yeah,
2: which is not what I thought going in. I thought the char would have more of effect. Yeah, <laughs> through the base spirit, then, but um, I'm very interested. I'm going to have to pick up some of these bags because I want to flip it. I want to do. The char with Elijah Craig now and the, the toast with the Jim Bean.
0: Yeah, that actually shocked me when I took a drink of that. I wasn't expecting it to have that much flavor. So I literally had to set the glass down and just mull it over and wait for a minute because my palate hadn't adjusted for, for, you know, it. My palate was basically set for my expectations. Um, and uh, my expectations were something similar to this Elijah Craig. Toasted barrel, um, and that's not what I got at all. So, uh, Elijah Craig, um, or Heaven Hill, if you will, get with this gentleman, and uh, he can teach you a thing or two about an actual (laughs) toasted finish, because this this is – man, that's – so now I want to try this against a a Penelope toasted. That's what I want to do.
2: Now I want to get a bunch of these bags, and –
1: Just start throwing them in bottles
2: yeah Yeah, just start throwing them in full (laughs) bottles two or three of them and let it sit for a week and then pour out pours and tell people this is a blind sample what do you think right i bet you we get some crazy responses of holy shit what is this where can i get this
0: yeah (laughs) right uh i'll be telling everybody um i'm going to a christmas party at a bar that my wife works uh It's a, it's a bar and music venue. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, there I'm, I'm going there here in just a couple hours and I'm going to be telling everybody there, Hey, try this. This is amazing. These are, these are fantastic. I'm Jerry. Uh, we haven't really given you a chance to talk. Um, what, what do you think about it over there? I'm going to have to mimic what you guys said.
1: Um, the bag, the toasted bag has more of like a, a softer, sweeter throughout. There's a little bit of spice from the, base whiskey in the end versus the standard off the shelf toasted that i get a lot of i get a lot more spice than i do that toasted quality from the stuff right off the shelf and being not the biggest elijah craig fan to start out with that toasted definitely brings something different to the table or the toasted bag brings something different to the table because that that's that's fantastic it like,
2: yeah. Sm- yeah i'm right there with you i'm not a, offensive. i'm not an elijah craig fan at all really i had to actually go out and buy a bottle of the small batch just for this where Ooh. i had everything else already in the cabinet um it's just it, they usually even the barrel proofs all the way up they usually just don't match with my my palate for what i like but um this is one. this bagged one is one of the better logic Craig's I've ever had. I think uh, some yeah. of the single barrels out there are fantastic, but um, this one is right up there. I mean, it's 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 yeah. crazy to say. And like I said, I just want to reiterate, I don't think anywhere on their website that they use the swear word rapid aging. I don't <laughs> think that's what they're going after. Right. And I, I don't you know, I know a lot of people are going to see this company and they're going to be turned off by it because they're going to just assume, oh, they're rapid aging. that's bullshit. You know, blah, blah, blah barrels need to be aged in a warehouse and blah, blah, blah. This is something different. They're just trying to match a profile. I mean, it's the same thing like what I started with. It's the Noble Oak finished with Cherry Oak staves. Nobody gives a fuck about that. Right. You know, Maker's Mark, their whole fucking th- deal is putting staves and barrels. That's essentially what this is. They just grinded up the fucking staves. Right. So if you're going to shit on this company, then you need to shit on Maker's Mark and everybody else who's putting staves and barrels in my mind. Agreed. They're just shooting I... for, they're shooting to hit a profile of an of an older whiskey which i can appreciate
0: well they're just they're just adding time with oak right and that's all there is to it and i I would like to see personally um i'm I'm glad that these are are multiple use because i'm going to go upstairs and grab my makers 46 cast strength and throw that toasted bag into a glass of that and see how that turns out because i bet you it's gonna be fucking fantastic and uh uh i I think these I, i think this is a great idea so and uh Jerry had something to say and I jumped right in. So uh, sorry about that, Jerry. I'd be
1: interested to see how these go with, with tequila. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Especially that toasted one. And rum.
2: Yeah. And I mean, I assume they're going to be, I mean, they just started and I think it was August of 2023, I believe is when the company was founded. So they, like I said before, they didn't name themselves bourbon baggers. They named them um, booze baggers. So I assume they got some stuff or at least some ideas in the works for other spirits, um, whether it's adding, I mean, I can only guess, but adding, you know, some gin botanicals uh, to a base gin that's probably a low, you know, a budget gin or something like that, perhaps. Um, I mean, I, there's a whole bunch of different things they can do um, to add to different spirits that could potentially enhance the, the flavor profile in a short amount of time so
0: i'm very interested to see what's coming up next from these guys yeah for sure i i think that this is and and things like this uh just they make spirits fun again right exactly, I mean, exactly. you get together with a bunch of friends
2: and have a, a bunch of these bags and everybody brings i mean i think we kind of like i said we're now whiskey scientists so we um, went <laughs> with uh trying to go with a you know the jim beam white label which is you know thought to be around four years old and the extra age which used to be double aged eight year but in 2014 they changed it to just extra age because it could be anything north of five years now well it's it's what they that's what everybody thinks it's anything north of five years could be older but they're going for a profile of an extra aged Jim Beam white label and so that's why we chose that to see if the Jim Beam white label could be these bags could mimic that older aged and same thing with the toasted take a they base. very much can they, they very much can and the same thing with the toasted we saw that they had a toasted bag so let's pick elijah craig toasted one of the toasted products uh, products out there and go with the regular small batch and see if they can replicate that flavor profile that Elijah Craig Toasted shoots for, you know, and I think they achieved that one. They exceeded it. Uh, the Jim Beam, I'm going to revisit again because I think if I let my bag fit in a little bit longer, I might kind of be tipping over towards the the of one myself. But um, I think that they hit it head, you know, spot on with the Jim Beam for me, and they exceeded the Elijah Craig Toasted. So I'm surprisingly pleasantly surprised. <laughs> Because right. I did not think these results, I thought it would change the profile, but not match or exceed. Um, but yeah.
0: Well, we're know. not exactly the easiest of, of folk to uh, to please when it comes to, I mean, <clears throat> you know, uh, finished whiskeys and things like that. Sure, we like those, but we're fairly skeptical of, mm-hmm. of things like this. We consider them to be uh, gimmicky um somewhat but this isn't a gimmick this is this is um which i mean there's nothing bad with being with 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 something being a, a gimmick i don't i, I want to clear that up too it's not uh it's there's there shouldn't be a bad connotation to something being gimmicky um and this kind of i mean in a way it is but in a good way um this is this is a this is an awesome gimmick it's an awesome product um the nose on on this toasted is um spectacular um the flavor is is like paul said it's very complex but the nose is absolutely spectacular and it's because of an awesomely uh gimmicky thing that works this is you know you've got gimmicks that don't work and gimmicks that do and this is clearly one that does and this is absolutely amazing uh hats off to these guys great great job. I've already reached out um, to let them know that we like the product and um, to possibly get them on the show down down the road. Um, absolutely, absolutely amazing. Um, just When I pulled the bags out so that I could do a proper
2: nosing and tasting, I threw them in a rocks glass that I had here sitting here, both of them in the same glass, and I just pulled both of those bags out there was about a quarter ounce of drippings that came out of the bag from each of yep. the whiskeys. That was the start of the drank right there. That together was fantastic. So I can, that just, now my mind is like, I want to get more of these bags, both char and toast, and throw them in the same whiskey and see what happens. I mean, I just want to play with stuff now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We might change the name of this show to the Whiskey Scientists. I'm so. totally fine with that. <laughs> we, we, we could do.
1: We could do bonus episodes or little spin-offs. We could yeah. do a spin-off. Call, we, could call do it a, the...
0: we could do a spin. That's actually a really good idea, Jerry. We could do a spin-off. We could we could record these uh one after another on the same day. We could do a spin-off. That's not a bad that's actually a really good idea. Because <laughs> I got I got one gimmick upstairs
2: I think I've told you guys about that does not work and I would love to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah we'll get into that if we uh yeah. if we if officially put on our lab coats but uh, uh <laughs> well
1: so I'll, this... I'll buy lab coats if we can get the logo stitched on or something oh yeah
0: we can make that happen <laughs> we can definitely make that happen my wife has a cricket
1: there you go so do we <laughs> there you go <coughs> oh. jump jump on instagram live all wearing lab coats
0: yeah and and goggles Yes. Lab coats and goggles. Safety first. Um seriously oh, I'll drink though, out of a beaker. <laughs> seriously though, this is um a great first experiment. Um, this um, this product, this gimmick, whatever you want to call it, is absolutely fantastic. It absolutely works. It definitely enhanced the flavor of the original spirit. Um, which is good because it could have gone the other way too. It could have worked, but only in a way that made the spirit, the original spirit worse. Mm -hmm. Not the case, not the case at all. Um, And yeah, uh, one little piece of char floated off. And I mean, it was little and it was one, I didn't have hardly anything and I had nothing pop out from the toast. Um, Hands down. The only thing on the
1: the the toast is like, it's just like the uh the dust, yeah. yeah, like the the char dust, but
0: no actual floaties. Yeah, so um, full endorsement from me. I think a full endorsement from both of y'all. Yep, absolutely. I like yeah. I said, I'm, I was coming into it. I was
2: skeptical. I yeah. was hoping it would change the whiskey enough where I could not be mean and at least have nice things to say. I did not expect this outcome, and so I'm very pleasantly surprised that I can, you know, give these guys or whoever's behind this company full praise because this is, to me, I think it's an awesome product. Um, Like I said, just for people sitting at home wanting to play with different taste profiles from, you know, low shelf, top shelf, whatever you want to do it. But I think that, I mean, you could have, you could have a, you know, a tasting, a whole party centered around dropping these bags into different pours and letting everybody sample them like a kind of like a bottle share, but, you know, you know, a a bagged bottle share type of deal. And I mean, I just, I think it's a cool idea and I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised.
0: And I've saved a little bit here to uh, <clears throat> make sure I can compare with the cigar because yeah. I mean, well, I've been doing it the whole time. Yeah. I mean, I've been smoking cigar the whole time, but I haven't really been concentrating on the cigar. Or the cigar pairing with the whiskey, um, and in my mind, and, and you know everybody's different. In my mind, the cigar pairs better with a toasted whiskey, or or has the potential to pair better with a toasted whiskey than just you know a regular uh, regular whiskey. So I'm gonna try this out and see see how I feel about it. Jerry, you've been doing it the whole time. Tell us how you feel about it. I admit. I gotta go back to
1: the Jim Beam experiment, but it's going real well with this uh fake Elijah Craig toasted. Um I've been sipping on this one ever since I we we I tasted this one that second part. Um so I gotta go back to that Jim Beam, but it's going great with this toasted it really fake does toasted,
0: I should say. It really does. It's it's um that cigar pulls out my um more of the, uh... the sweet toasty notes. Like, yeah. Yeah. Almost like a, more of the s'more. Not,
1: I was going to say not, not the burnt marshmallow where you just leave it in the fire for an hour and a half and just becomes black, but more of that, just holding it on like the tip of the flame for that a while, just kind of getting that nice little brown toast to it. That's what I'm getting out of it with this, this cigar.
2: Yeah, it definitely, this cigar, even before we even took a sip of anything, has a baking spice note to it, which is really cool for a cigar. It's got a toastiness. It's got a woodsiness. Um, I'm getting, like, some pepper, too. Like, there's a little bit of spiciness for me. Um, But, yeah, it definitely pairs well with these, you know, toasty baking spice uh, pours that we just had uh, from the last break.
1: Goes well with the Jim Beam. It might just be because it's low proof. And I I, I like a, say, medium to bold cigar with a low proof whiskey. I think it, it brings out a little bit of both, making this Jim Beam a little bit sweeter, uh, bringing about a little bit more of those, uh, like the honey notes and, and that kind of stuff. And yeah, I'm, I'm very impressed. Like, got to say, I was looking forward to this little experiment because I didn't think these would do jack shit (laughs) except maybe darken the whiskey up a little bit and make them taste like wood um because I've had some some products that that's all it does it feels it basically feels like you're putting a cube of oak in the whiskey and makes it taste like you're drinking liquid oak uh this does not this actually enhances the base whiskey brings it out um and it's going well with this cigar and before we actually get into the cigar I believe me and Paul are smoking the same, we're we're all smoking the same brand, but me and Paul are smoking one cigar, and Adam, I believe, is smoking one of their other offerings. So, there might be a little bit of different notes between me and Paul and Adam uh, when we talk about this, but
0: just throwing that out there before we forget. Correct. Um, I'm smoking the Heron from this particular brand, and you guys are smoking, what? McDalia. McDalia. The McDalia. So, um, before I reveal the name of the, the brand here, it's not the, I mean, this is a, it's a dark cigar, but it's not the oiliest of cigars. Granted, it's been sitting in a bag for a few weeks because, um, we had a, a guest lined up to smoke these cigars with us and he had to back out because he was sick. And then, uh, we haven't been able to make schedules work out or anything like that, um, up to this point but uh it's been sitting in a bag with a bovita packet so it's not like it was sitting in there just waiting to dry out it's not oily but it is dark Mm -mm. the band is gorgeous um yeah this is an absolutely fantastic band um and i know that all three of us have signed up to be brand ambassadors for this brand um this is going really well like i said pulling out toasted notes and sweet notes, like Jerry said. Um, I mean, it's it's the same brand, so there can't be that much of a difference um, between the different offerings. And uh, the notes that it's pulling out of this um, experiment is, well, they're, they're fantastic. And uh, I'm very glad that we had this as a suggestion. And... Um, more glad that it's actually going really well with this with this experimental whiskey um we're smoking uh cigars from a brand known as mccallif um they're i believe they're a brand out of texas um they're they're,
1: weatherford texas
0: yeah they're they're local or somewhat local to the guest that we were going to have on. I won't reveal who that was going to be in case we can have him on down the road. Um, I was very surprised to be able to find these here. Um, I could only find them in one location and they were about $15 a cigar. Um, I I have not seen these on JR cigars. I've looked um, because it's convenient. I can buy it online and they just send it right to my house and I don't have to go anywhere. I'm, I'm pretty much a homebody, you know, work from home. Um, I live at my home, so there's two reasons to be at home. Uh, so having things shipped to me at my home is always advantageous as far as I'm concerned. But, um, this cigar is medium to full, more on the medium side, um, but it's well constructed and it burns. I've never had a cigar burn so evenly. <clears throat> yeah. I not noticed to, that. Yeah. I've not had to touch it up one time. I've had to relight it cause I let it go out. That was my fault. But even after I relit it, it still is just burning just super evenly. And that speaks to the construction of the cigar more than anything. This is an expertly constructed cigar. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, the one I was smoking the other day when I texted you guys, um, that's what I was keeping an eye on because it was sitting in my car in a little ziploc bag with a small Volita bag. Um, it was probably in the car, about 72, 75 degree weather. Um oh well, lucky you about, with
0: your 72 degree weather.
1: <laughs> um well, not now. I don't know if you guys could hear it, but it's I'm about to get Torrential rain. My yard's starting to flood already. Um, but it was sitting in the car for probably about two, three hours and then um pulled it out, and I just watched that burn line and it was damn near Perfect. a straight line the whole way down. Um but yeah, did you have your uh you have that hair and see, Adam? I'm sorry, is that you had the hair and see? Yes, I've got the herencia. So, according to their website, that's a medium strength. Um, has a Nicaraguan Habano wrapper, a Ecuadorian Sumatra binder, and the filler is Nicaraguan and Honduras. Uh, me I and can Paul definitely
0: get the Nicaraguan from the filler for sure. Yeah,
1: me and Paul have the MacDalia. I think I'm saying that right. Uh, they're saying this one's medium to full. It's a San Andres Habano wrapper, a Sumatra binder, and then the Nicaraguan and Dominican filler. Um, so two more or less different cigars from the same brand and i am enjoying this one a lot
0: as yeah. am i and and paul clearly is as well
2: <clears throat> yeah absolutely no the construction like i said just to piggyback on is great i mean i've been there's no it's got a great draw there's no tough spots there's no you know weak spots when you know pressing on the body of the cigar it's the burn line is fantastic. I'm sitting outside and I got weather here too. And it's it's not cold, but it's windy. And a lot yeah. of times that'll, you know, mess up the burn line of the cigar and it's keeping up great. I haven't had to relight. It's uh, like I said, it's, I'm really enjoying this one. Um, I believe this is the first time I've ever had this brand um, because I actually had to go on their website, which they do have a cool, um, find a real retailer um, link on their website. Yep. Because I I looked at a couple different places where I normally get cigars, and they didn't carry anything from the brand. So I found a place near me, about twenty minutes away, um, that did carry it. But there was only like three places within like fifty miles of me that carry this brand of cigar. So I grabbed a few of them when I was there, and um, I'm you know I'm really liking this brand um, so far. And like I said, it's the first one, but. Uh, the other one I got was the one that Jerry was recommended from the other night. Uh, so I'm looking forward to smoking that one too. But yeah, it's a I I like the brand uh, dug into their website and stuff. They got, as I think Jerry mentioned earlier, they have an ambassador program that sends you out a nice little kit and a little challenge coin. Um, they got a fave five um, thing where you save your, your bands from the five different cigars and you can submit it, monthly to win some money from them and then you'd be entered in a year-long like kind of like raffle to go do a factory tour. Um seems like a pretty cool brand overall. Um I think it's a newer newer brand. Um but it has they, a lot uh, of history with who they partnered with, I think is how yeah. it happens.
1: So the brand the McAuliffe name um I don't know exactly when that actually started up, but the family um that does these started up in like nineteen twenties. Started their whole uh cigar business back in the twenties. So the family's been around for a while. Uh they got a if going back to the website, if you go on their website, they got a nice little uh history. Um tells you where it's all from and how how the guy started at age eleven at uh Cigar factory helping roll stuff around and this and that, um, yeah. Started working as an apprentice at a local factory at age eleven, um, and then it goes into his his daughter in law and how she got into the business and then their grandchild children and how they got into it and basically how how it formed today. Uh, one thing that I thought was really cool because you don't see it much on website on cigar websites, like brand websites they have a cigar 101 it's like an interactive thing and it's was it one two three four, five. 12 it's like 12 slides um and it's the first one basically says it's uh cigar 101 don't smoke on an empty stomach don't be a jackass when you go to cigar bars all that good stuff beginner tips uh one thing that I thought was cool because I looked for it and I haven't found it yet is they have a page where it's uh, the cigar growing regions everywhere from Nicaragua and Dominican Republic, uh, Mexico, Brazil, Peru, Honduras, uh, Cameroon, and Cuba and the U.S. and a few others. There's I think there's twelve or fifteen there. Um, then they go into what a wrapper is, a binder, a filler is, and then about halfway through they. Uh, they tell you what um, they call them cigar artisans do. Uh, so you got your blenders, your vault operators, your tobacco selection committee. Uh, they even have a, a little committee that does a draw testing to make sure that the the filler isn't wound too tightly or not wound tight enough, So, which is probably the reason why these are smoking so well. You got your rollers, your color sorters, your packaging, and then your front office, and then you got your Cigar sizes and how to cut your cigars, how to pull out notes. There's a little section on how to pair your cigar. And they basically tell you if you like the drink and you like the cigar, it's probably going to go well together. Um, And then your cigar lounge etiquette. Don't be a dickhead when you go to a cigar lounge and uh, how to, how to uh, store your cigars. And the last one is how to become a, uh, an ambassador, which is a cool little program. You get some, uh, I think it's like 25% off of like your t-shirts and hats and cups and whatever else they got in their shop. And there's a little Facebook page and you get to talk to people and it's all, it's, it's a cool little, little program that they got going. And uh, one thing I didn't realize you, we were going to get, I don't know if I just missed it on the page or if they didn't say it, nice little challenge coin with your uh, member number and everything on it. Um, I wasn't expecting that. I was basically expecting a piece of paper that says, hey, congratulations, you're now an ambassador. They sent a whole little old, old welcome kit to you. Um, seems like a cool little company. Uh, websites are a lot of stuff on this website. Uh, take a look at it. Um, com. You're, you're muted, Adam. muted, Adam.
0: Now that we've thoroughly hashed out the uh, cigar, <clears throat> In the pairing, um, it should also be noted that uh, I have just registered whiskey dot <laughs> Uh, let's move on to the uh, to the beer product of the week. Um, these come to us from Mythical Beards, Mythical Beard Oil. Um, and these are. You know, fun little bottles. I got the sample pack. I don't know what you guys got. Um, I got the ultimate sample I got, pack. I got the
1: three oil sample pack.
0: Yeah, as did I. So I got the ultimate sample pack. It's uh it's it's ten of their original cents plus two random. And um <laughs> the two random, I think you can appreciate Jerry. Um, I think they're they're random, just just based on the names. Florida man and Florida woman were were the two cents. And uh
1: I, I got Florida Man.
0: Did you? So I, I like Florida Man quite a bit, actually. Yeah. Um it's a it's a good scent. Um, I don't really honestly have a favorite among, among the sample set. Um, they all do exactly what you want them to do. Um, the scents are not overpowering. Um, they don't dissipate too quickly, but they don't hang around forever. Um, you know, if I put it in my beard today, it, it probably won't be there in the morning when I wake up, but it'll last throughout the day. It's not going to withstand this cigar, but that's okay. Um, because I don't smoke cigars every day of my life. Um, It would probably not withstand, you know, whiskey droppings into my beard, um, as far as the scent goes, but that's okay, um, because I like the scent of whiskey. So, um, I can't say that I don't drink whiskey every day of my life. It's, it's a pretty common occurrence for me, as it is for y'all. Um, these little bottles are awesome. The, uh, the collar for the stopper is wood, and then it's got just a a standard uh, stopper, um, They do have the black bottles, which I have voiced my um, (laughs) opinions about in the past. But the labels are pretty cool. You know, Chupacabra, um, Kraken, a name that I can't pronounce. I know that um, there's Dr. Jekyll. I know that uh, uh, Dracula's in here somewhere. We've got the Minotaur. Minotaur, if I had to pick one, is probably my favorite. This is a Creation Tobacco. Um, and um, I, I have been known to enjoy my tobacco since it actually has more of a baby powder type scent to it than, than tobacco, but that's right out of the bottle. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I like the, I like the labels. I like what they're doing here. <clears throat> um, I like the products. How about you guys?
2: Yeah. I went with the three pack of samples. Um I went with the chupacabra, which was the lime mint. I really like that one, surprisingly. I didn't know that was kind of a weird one for me um, to pick, but I like that one a lot. That one seemed to stick around longer than the other two because I've used some, you know, going back and forth between these couple of samples last week. Got the Kraken, which is the spice vanilla, and the Folietti, which is an Arctic slam, is what they call it, but it's more of a peppermint vanilla, which is a very nice, pleasant aroma, especially, you know, this time of year. Um, and that's a, um, collaboration I guess with uh, Mick Foley and if you don't know who Mick Foley is then when you're done listening to this podcast get on YouTube and do yourself a favor because um, he's fantastic um, <laughs> and so, if you don't know uh, who Mick Foley is you're wrong Right? Ex- exactly so it's cool to see them <laughs> doing a partnership with with Mr. Foley but um, I really like the scents um, I really like the products um, they have different tiers I guess you could say of their beard oils they have their original um the legend and the archetype essentially the original they're all natural the original is castor oil avocado jojoba argon meadow foam pomegranate and jamaican black castor oils the legend adds in it takes that base and it adds in ostrich oil sea buckhorn oil red raspberry oil squalene oil and marula oils which i'm not sure what marula oil is but they add that in to Give a, of a more fuller adding that ostrich oil It's a couple bucks more but um, that's their legend series and then they have the archetype which is a whole different set of um, all natural ingredients which is their hypoallergenic line um, they got great sample packs if you want to just introduce yourself to the company the ones me and jerry got i think were about 14 bucks for three samples but they're good sized samples and they have the dropper tops which i like um, uh, some people send out samples with the you know, just pour into your hand. I like the dropper type um, because that's how I usually apply it with the dropper to my beard. Um, Then you can get a six sampler for about 24 bucks or the one that Adam got for about 40 with all 12 of their cents or 12 of their cents because they're adding different, you know, collaborations and holiday cents and stuff all the time. So um, free shipping over 75 bucks. They got a 15% military first responder and teacher discount, which I don't think I've seen before throwing teachers in there, which I thought was kind of cool. they got a rewards program like a lot of beer companies are doing now. The more you buy, the more you save, type of deal. And referral bonuses. If you refer new customers, you get a couple bucks off of your next order, that kind of thing. Um, I've been pleased with them. Beer's been soft. I like the scents. Um no, no complaints really. They got, like I said, Adam touched on, them. they got cool bottles, cool labels, cool little character art. And uh they're relatively priced. I mean, I'm not really they're they're good priced. They're not they're right in line with most companies, but they're not on the higher end, which we've seen. So it's like for the original, it's about 16 bucks an ounce bottle. The legend's 20 bucks for an ounce bottle of oil and the archetype hypoallergenic is 24 bucks for an ounce bottle. So not overpriced, not super cheap, but they're right in there. They represent the good ingredients that they put in. So yeah, I've really been pleased with the oil. They also sell balms, butters, waxes, all that kind of stuff. I think I even saw. yeah, this one's the company that even had like a balm um, for your dog's pads and paws, yeah. which I thought was kind of cool. Um, so yeah, overall good company. They are based out of Florida, right, Jerry? So that's why they have the Florida man, Florida woman.
1: I believe so. Yeah, the land, Florida. So um, if I remember correctly, that's Orlando, uh, Ocala, not quite North Florida. Um. Yeah, it's it's like between Orlando and Ocala kind uh, Orlando and Daytona, almost between like the Ocala, Daytona, and Orlando, kind of in the middle there. Um. But yeah, I went with the the three pack sampler as well, mainly because I wanted to try all three different uh styles. I guess you would call it. Um. And I was quite interested to see what the hypoallergenic, vegan, uh, whatever they want to call this, uh, archaeotype one. And I don't know if Paul touched on it, but it has Jamaican black castor, hemp seed, prickly pear, metal foam, rice bran, carrot seed, borage, and their fragrance and essential oils. Um, This was the first one I tried in the Florida Man. And it did well um it to me it didn't have some of this like it made my beards feel soft, but it didn't stick around um it 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 absorbed too like quickly and then dissipated, so I had to put this one on in the morning and then basically the afternoon when I got home, which I'll typically throw it in the morning and it maybe be right before bed or sometime in the afternoon um so it wasn't too big of a deal uh but With this one, I'm guessing because of some of those um, nut allergies and stuff, taking some of those uh, nut oils out. Uh, Didn't really um, make my beard feel as soft as some of these other ones. The original, uh, which one did I get in the original? I did the dragon, which is the tobacco vanilla. Um, That one I liked a lot, liked the smell. Um, It was more of like a uh a smoked tobacco versus like a a humidor or a tobacco shop or something like that um it did real well beard felt great after it um but then this legend one um i wasn't too big of the fan of the smell i can't pronounce the name but it's the timeless crafted cologne it reminded me of like an old man cologne um Like, you see, like, the old, like, 80-year-old dudes walking around with colognes on, that that musty old man cologne. That's what this smells like. But the blend itself was fantastic. Um, Put it on, and it felt soft and smooth and wasn't greasy or anything throughout the day. Um, Shit, I put it in this morning probably about 9 a.m. after the shower, and it still feels like I basically just put it in nice and soft, uh, real smooth, no... Like wiry, uh, like wiry flyaways, if you would call it. Um, yeah, this this legend blend or whatever they they call their different uh products. Really like this one. I might have to go in and find some more uh scents for that blend because, like I said that blend was great. wasn't too big of a, a fan of that scent. A little bit uh too musty for me.
2: Yeah, I agree. I, I like the original and the legend line yeah. um, as far as a feel and an effect on my beard better than the archetype. Um, obviously, that's out there for people that need the hypoallergenic line.
1: Um, Which it did fine. It did yeah. well. It's just compared to the the other two lineups. Um, obviously, if you have a nut allergy or if you want to go vegan, you're not going to be uh, wanting some of this stuff they have in their uh, – like some of the nut um oils in there but it does it does what it needs to do especially with some some weird uh oils like the the rice bran and the carrot seed i don't think i've ever seen that in any of the uh any other oils out there one more thing these oils are thick as hell indeed indeed <laughs> like, i poured Pour it in my hand. I'm like, oh, nice little thicker consistency. I put it in the beard and my hand damn near stuck like I was putting wax in my beard the first time. I was like, oh, it's like that. They were thick. So if you like thicker oils, these are where you're at. Um, in difference with thin or thick oils, I just like to know what I'm getting into so I know how much oil I need to put on.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's good stuff, I, I think. Um, I really like it. And, um, you know, aside from the fact that I'm one of those that likes for my, for the beard oil to stick around for a little while, um, that's the only, only, uh, complaint that I have, but that's not really a complaint. It's not, I mean, this is, these are good products. Um, so. For me,
1: the scent stuck, that stuck around all day, but I would have to actually like push the beard up to the nose and actually look for it. Um, it's not like some of those that. Are how in your face for eight, ten hours a day. Right, this one sticks around, but you you actually have to search for it. Right. So,
0: all right, guys. Um, y'all ready to move on to this? Pours on me. Let's do it. <laughs> So, um, I provided the pour this week and actually we just decided that this week's, this pours on me was going to be this particular pour right damn now. So you guys were privy to the, uh, the decision making process. And I bought this bottle on a whim, um, in a Kroger here in Lexington and, um, The reason I bought it is because it's a finished starlight. And every finished starlight that I've ever had has been absolutely fantastic. Every product that I've ever had from Huber Farms, period, is absolutely fantastic. But their starlight line really, really, really shines through. No pun intended. Um, Or pun intended, you know, depending on how you want to take it. Um, This is... Uh, One of the better rides that I've ever had from this particular brand. Um, And that's saying a lot because they're really fucking good regardless. It's coming in 117.5 proof. Aged for four and a half years from um, Kroger. This is a a Chris's pick. Um, Generally, when Kroger has a single barrel, you'll see Chris's pick on there. This is the Starlight uh, Single Barrel Rye Whiskey finished in rum barrels, and I got less than a fourth of the way through this bottle before I hightailed my ass right back to Kroger and bought another bottle. Now this is a seventy-plus dollar bottle, and it's worth every fucking penny. <clears throat> um, a lot of the times you're going to hear us talk about budget. Pores um because inflation sucks and we're all poor but um you know there there are some bottles out there that are a little higher than what you would consider to be a budget pour that are worth it and this is one of them um i know paul had a little taste of this the other day jerry i don't think has tried it yet because jerry is um, on the back side of a cold um but i think that maybe his palate might have Straightened itself out to the point where he can try this and actually give an honest opinion. I think he's probably going to enjoy it because I know he's a fan of rum and a fan of rye, as are Paul and I. So, um, Jerry, uh, Paul has already given me his opinion on this particular pour. I want to know what you have to say about this.
1: So, coming off the backside of the this cold, um, my nose, like my smell isn't completely there i smell the rye that's about it um or i should say i could smell that it is a rye um can't really get much off it on the palate i'm getting that sweet rye um and there is some weird um weird note in there um I think obviously it's going to be from that rum
0: um it does not say what rum it was finished in in case you're wondering that is not it may be a Jamaican it's, rum. It doesn't say.
1: If it's a Jamaican rum, it's not a funky one. My guess is it's going to be a Barbados rum. Because um, I'm not getting any Jamaican funk. Not getting any um, um like rum agricole funk on there. Like the grassiness. Um, so I'm going to guess it's a Barbados because that's usually the three they go with. Um, I have three different Starlight rum finishes. Uh, They're all bourbon, and there's a Barbados Jamaican and a rum agricole. Those are all fantastic, but I've been looking for a rye one because I have not yet to try it. Uh, This is damn good. I only poured half the sample because I want to save some for when I can actually get in and nose it and all that good stuff. Um,
0: Yeah, this is fantastic. I mean, if you want to drink it all... I have two <laughs> bottles so I'll I'll send you some more. Uh, I got some cigars to send your guys way here in here in you know the coming weeks. I'll, I'll be sure to send you guys more of this. Um I get a lot of coffee on this bad boy. Um and uh So I was going
1: to say I'm getting some weird like dark notes like a, a mm-hmm. coffee or chocolate. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if it was coming from the, the
0: cigar or not. I have been getting this the, the first time I had it, <clears throat> I had it without a cigar. Uh I believe that Paul did as well. Mm-hmm. Um and uh Paul, did you get those those coffee notes without yeah. the cigar? Yeah, it's for me the I'm getting it again.
2: This is the second time I've had this. It's um uh, I get like the the base spirit, the rye. It's a dill yeah. forward rye to me. Um it puts out like an herbally grassy rye. Uh, notes and then it completely shifts into this dark sweetness there's a dark chocolate or you know black coffee um but it's sweet it's not overwhelming and they just work super well together and there's a little bit of spiciness it's i mean it's
0: it's a damn fine pour indeed indeed it is um and Usually, I'm I, you know, I, I, I even with the single barrel, I don't necessarily run right back to the store. I was back in the store two days after buying this bottle to buy another one, and I walked right over to it. <clears throat> it was in a, a shopping cart next to the counter, <clears throat> it wasn't on a shelf or anything like that. There were two bottles left in that cart, and I considered throwing down 150 bucks for both of them. I didn't, um, I opted to go with the one by itself because I already had a bottle, but. I know that I'm going to go through this really quick I've had it for less than a week and, or no, I've had it for a week and a half. Um, and I'm almost halfway through the original bottle. Um, I took six ounces with me last night in a flask to a Christmas party. And I drank all six ounces, um, handily. Um, and, uh, my, my wife jumped in on a couple little sips, um, but this is a, this is a proper rum finished rye. This is, this is the way that it should be done Um, for every, and including I, you know, I I consider Sagamore to be some of the best rye whiskey on the market these days. And um, Sagamore should take a note from Starlight as far as rum finished ryes. This is absolutely phenomenal. I don't
1: know. I, I don't want to, Shit on one or the other, but that Sagamore Rum Finish rise. fan—it's it, a Jamaican rum finish. Um, I think no, it's I'm Jamaican not shitting on and, it.
0: Uh, Let's go ahead and throw that out there because they're they're all fantastic. But I, you know, I, I think this is this is really really good. So,
1: well, Star Starlight themselves do a fantastic job uh, on their their finishes. Uh, the base whiskey, whether it's bourbon or rye, is the star of the show, and then it you get the finish, whether it's the rum finish. Whether it's a maple finish, their amberana finish, uh, one of the many brandy finishes they have, um, come in in the after, like towards the finish, towards the end of the of the of the palate, uh, but the base whiskey, to me at least, shows up front and center, and then you get the little bit of whether it's a pair of brandy or this rum finish or whatever it is, start slowly kicks on in the back end, which I really enjoy. Um, I don't want to get a rum finish, and feel like I'm tasting a rum. If I want a rum, I'm going to go to the rum cabinet, pull the rum out, out the shelf. Um, if I want a port finish, I want to taste the whiskey and then some port. I don't want a port wine finish. Um, in that case, I'm just going to pour a glass of wine. Um, so Starlight does a a phenomenal job with their their finishes and their blendings and all that that stuff. So hats off to them, and thanks for this little sample because this is fantastic.
0: We'll be on the lookout for yet another sample because uh, I've got enough love here to, to, to go around. Um, Our good friend, John Rice was very excited by the fact that I found one uh, the other day. He's been looking for uh, a a rum finished rye starlight and um, you know, the fact that it's a single barrel is even better because oftentimes um, and this is coming from somebody that's really, it's been drinking bourbon for a long time, drinking whiskey for a long time, um, really been in the, the, the collecting game for a while, um, not as long as others, but quite a while. Um, I have often found that the single barrels are much better than the standard offerings that you can buy off the shelf. And really, um, my advice to somebody that's really getting into the game, try the standard offerings at a bar or from somebody that you know that has that bottle and then go buy a single barrel Um, because you're going to be better served to have a collection of single barrels than you would be to have a collection of standard offerings. And that, that comes in two parts. One, the single barrels are often better, like I said, and two, the standard offerings are always available, but the single barrels are not. They're called single barrels for a reason. That store bought a barrel and all the bottles that come out of it that say single barrel on the label are from that barrel. And once it's gone, it's gone. Um, so if you really want to find variance and, um, uniqueness and nonconformity, um, a, a new way to experience whiskey, single barrels are going to be your entry to that. Um, and and that that's my advice.
1: I'm muted. Uh, one more touch on uh, single barrels. Um, at least for me, and I, I'm pretty sure the other two on this call, um, I have a ton of stores that do single barrels around me. I am not a fan of a couple of their the, the guys who pick it their palate. They got their own palette. Everyone has their own palette. That's fine. But I do have two or three stores that have their palette aligns with mine for the most part. And all their store picks are fantastic. Um, so if you go into one store and you say you like the standard uh um starlight rye off the shelf, and then you go to a, a store and you pull off a starlight rye single barrel and you don't like it, it might just be their palette. Um People go for what they like or what they think they can sell in the store. Um I said, I got a couple around here that they put out single barrels and unless I can try it or if I have a buddy who has it and I can try it, I'm not going to buy it because I don't align with their their palate. But there's stores around here that I don't give a shit what it tastes like because I know it's going to taste good because my palate aligns with theirs. So um always check out single barrels. They're always fun to see the differences with just barrel to barrel.
2: Yeah, and find yourself a store that will let you try their single barrels. Mm-hmm. Um, if they don't have a bottle open, they're probably not proud of it. Let's just be real. So um, there's good stores out there that will that are proud of the picks that they do, and they're more than willing to let you try because they know you're going to take a bottle home with
0: you. So find a good store like that and support them. Yeah, so uh, speaking of that, and not to uh, – these, uh, the store does not – um, they they're not sponsors of this show at all. Happy Hour, we talk about them all the time. Um, and the reason we talk about them all the time is because their picks are fantastic. Uh, both of these guys have had picks, uh, even if then if even if they haven't bought the bottle, they have had picks from this store. Um, and a bunch of other folks that that I know, um, that don't live in this area, have bought. Uh, picks from the store through me or whatever um aaron at happy hour has an incredible palette and jerry can can vouch for that because jerry has been to the store he's been to the bar he's tried a bunch of their different picks um paul will be able to vouch for that after paul comes to kentucky the next time because i'm going to make sure paul goes to that store um when you go in, as soon as you walk in, they have an, uh, a a a metal rack there with all of their store picks, and you can try any of those for four dollars, uh, a sample, um, and you can try as many as you want. Um, I mean, obviously they're not going to let you walk out of there impaired. They're not going to do that. They'll you know they'll they'll call you an Uber or whatever, or they'll cut you off before you get to that to that point. But if you buy that bottle. You can try, and, and I've done this. Uh, you can try 10 samples, and if you buy a bottle of one of those samples, that entire tab is wiped clean. That 40 bucks gone because you bought one of the bottles. <clears throat> um, the last time I did something similar to that, um, Stephen Fontaine was there from uh, from. Limestone Branch. Um, he was there letting people try uh, you know, Yellowstone and uh, bone and birch uh, the 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 gin that they and that gin that they make, I don't like gin, but that gin that they make, it tastes like fruity pebbles. It's absolutely fantastic. Um, but this is this is an awesome store. It's a really cool store. They've got bourbons there. It's a smaller store. It's not a big box store, um, which we have a couple around here um they have bourbons there that you're not going to see anywhere else and not only that they have a bar that's attached um it has a standard door it it's it's a speakeasy style and when i say that i mean it's not hidden like a speakeasy um there's no secret entrance or password or anything like that but when you walk in it has these uh these old school leather seats and a, a, you know a, a library a uh, bookcase ladder that rolls across their whole collection. And it's, they have a massive amount of bottles in that bar. Um, and it's, it's really cool. And they do some of the best picks around here. And I live in bourbon country. There are tons of liquor stores around here that go and do picks and their picks are nowhere close to what Aaron and his staff go out and pick. Um they do some fantastic things. So um yeah, uh the the you know, go to the stores that allow you to try their picks. You know, even if you got to pay a couple bucks for the for the pick, you can at least try it. You know. Um and that's how you know you're going to walk out of there with something something that you like. Um but This one, you know, this, like I said, this came from Kroger. It's a, it's a, it's a large retailer, um, especially here in the Southeast. Um, They originated in Ohio and they just kind of made their way down. Still the gentleman that does this, Chris, I don't, I don't know what the hell his last name is. I don't know this man. I've never met him. This is one hell of a pick. Um, This guy has got an incredible palette and, I absolutely love this whiskey.
1: Yep, agreed.
0: That's a good one. All right, guys. Well, I think that concludes another episode of Bourbon Beards and Belvederes. Um, be sure to check us out on our website at bourbonbeardsandbelvederes.com. Check us out on Instagram. That's our biggest presence. We have we're we're on uh. Facebook and TikTok as well. Um and uh Jerry, what's the um the beacons page?
1: Beacons.ai forward slash bourbons, beards, and velvet ears.
0: So um also make sure to, you know, Jimbeam.com. Um check them out. Everybody knows knows who they are. If you're listening to our voices right now, you know who Jim Beam is. Um, Mythical Beard Oil, I think, dot com. And McAuliffe.
1: Mythical Be- Mythicalbeards.com.
0: Oh, mythical beards. My bad. Um, and what's the website for the McAuliffe cigars?
1: McAuliffe Cigars.com. That's M-I-C A-L-L-E-F cigars.com.
0: Fantastic cigars. Um yeah hats off and and many thanks to the to the gentleman that recommended these these are some of the better cigars that I have encountered um these 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 are probably going to take second place right behind the Drew estate league provider number nine in my head um th- these are really good so um yeah and then of course um bourbonbaggers.com I think is the website. Um, yep. make sure to check them out because um uh, if you want to do your own experiments at home, these are the guys to start with. Um, actually, you may not want to start with these guys because they might set the bar a little bit too high. Um, <laughs> the, these, I mean, they they've really done something here. Um, I'm I'm absolutely blown away. I'm absolutely amazed by what they've been able to capture in these teeny tiny tea bags. Um and uh, you know, that's not to put nasty images of tea bagging in your heads. These are tea bags with wood particles. And uh, the I mean, these folks have done some amazing things. and look for the creator of this company on the show in a later episode. Um, he's already agreed to it, and we're gonna nail him down and make sure that that happens. Um, great show great experiment i'm really really pleased with uh you know with with the time that we spent here with this this is this is fantastic so um until next week cheers cheers guys cheers guys Bourbon Beards and Belvederes is produced by Adam Bolden, Paul Rousseau, and Jerry Ullman. Editing by Adam Bolden. Music by Ryan Johnson. You can find the links to all our social media accounts on our website at bourbonbeardsandbelvederes.com. As always, enjoy your bourbon and cigars responsibly. Cheers.